And with that, we should be live because I realized we were muted a second ago. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Right, great. It's yeah, I heard you say the, like the same words again, and I was like, "Oh, I need to mute mute this." And then I was like, "Oh, wait, no, that's just you." No, nope, that was my fault. Entirely my fault. How's it going, Sean? I'm good. How are you, John? Still sick for some oh. fucking reason. It I don't know. You sound better. It refuses to go away, though. It's driving me nuts. It's like that bad cold that you had last month. I didn't have a bad cold last month. I had a bad cold at the beginning of the year. What? Oh, I thought it was like like two two months ago you were sick. Uh, n- nope. Broke my wrist a few months ago. Maybe that's what you're thinking of. No, it definitely was a cold. I remember you had a cold that would not end. And Paul that was and the beginning of the year. That was the beginning of the year. Jeez. I had that for like two months straight. I have lost all track of time. Yep. Good. Great. Knock on wood, I haven't been like sick for a little bit. Um, although I'm sure it's coming because my girlfriend's sick. Mm. So it's only a matter of time now. Uh, so I just need my new healthcare to kick in. That would be ideal. Oh, you got a, oh, right. Cause you got a proper job. So you got a proper plan now. Yep. 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 No Paul this week. If you're wondering why his voice hasn't chimed in, uh, schedules just didn't work because, uh, John and I are traveling. John, where are you going tomorrow? I am leaving for Atlanta because I'm going to go into meals for some more TRG recording. What about you? I'm going to Portland for a tournament for the weekend. Nice. Be a good time. Same weekend as Portland Retro Gaming Expo. I did find that out. I don't know if I'm going to head down there because uh, I don't. I won't have a ton of free time, but maybe we'll see. I don't know. It, it's kind of an expensive ticket for like maybe having an hour or two max that, there. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Tommy Tallarico is there, I guess. That seems to be like the big name. I mean, least, why not at this point, right? Yeah, he was at least like the first picture that showed up on the page when I looked it up. Um, other than that, it looks like, you know, lots of arcade machines are going to be there, I guess. I don't know. I, I liked Portland when I went a couple years ago. Like, we used to go uh, a little bit. We had a bunch of friends that went down there, too. But I guess that was more so it was a hangout con for us at that point. So maybe that's why we enjoyed it more. Hang oh, so you've been and shopping con, yeah. You've been to that convention specifically? Oh yeah, I like it, but like I'm a retro game collector, so it's great for me. Sure. Yeah. I like Portland itself in general. I've never gone to this convention. Um but I think Portland's just a really cool city. Yeah. I agree with that. So I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to playing uh some messenger on the plane, continuing with that. Nice. You should be able to finish it, I'd imagine, this trip. I based on where you said you were, probably. I don't know. So here, well, I'll just talk about when we get into what we're we're talking about. All right. So let's just let's just uh, uh get into the show. Top down perspective. It is October eighteenth. I'm Sean Booker. I'm John Wheeler. And that was Paul. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, let's just start. I guess with what I've been playing. Um, I wasn't planning to talk much about the messenger, but I I have one kind of gripe, and that's um, I mean, so I'm in that second half. Uh, you know, if you're tiny, tiny spoilers, just a heads up if you're still kind of working your way through it or whatever. Um, it's a lot more about explore, exploring now. And I was complaining last week that I wanted some kind of like waypoint. And I, I've like doubled down on that thought because it's not even go to this area and eventually you'll find the the music note. 
There's a whole bunch of like, go to this area to get this item so that you go to this area so that you plant this item so that you go back in time and then you go back to this area and you get the shell so that you can go to this area so you can get through the yeah. maze. Like, at this point, I'm using a guide because it, it would just be nonsense in, in my opinion, kind of going through that on my own. Like, it, it would, I, yeah, I, I guess I just personally need some, a little bit more hand holding, um, for me to go into it blind. And that's just not ideal for me. That's fair. I, I was always wondering when you got to that later half, like how you were going to feel about it. Because this feels, no offense, but this does feel more like a game that Paul and I would play versus you. Honestly, if there was literally just like on my map, here's the next thing you need to head towards, complete problem solved. I would be fine with all of it. Mm. I'm totally cool with that. But I just kind of don't like knowing like, am I supposed to be in here? Or was I supposed to go somewhere else and get an item that's never been mentioned before I come here? I mean, that's the thing, though. Like, it's it's mimicking the difficulty of 8 and 16-bit games, so... They, where they just didn't tell you anything. They gave you, like, a vague idea and you had to deal with it. I guess. I, yeah. I, I guess I need a little less vagueness. Because even... I mean, I guess I could do the hints, but I don't want to just sit there grinding currency to get a better hint and stuff. Um... And the hints they do give you are super vague. Anyway, I was, this is all stuff I said last week anyway. So like I said, at this point I have a guide up and, uh, I like this a lot better because I know where to go. Um, and that's good enough for me. So hopefully I finish it up this weekend. Um, but let's talk about some like new stuff I've been playing this week. Um, first one being, you know, I'm still, you know, I'm going to take this one off my list because I still don't know if I'm allowed to talk about it yet. So I'll do that next week. Uh, I won't, the only thing I've been playing this week is Mark of the Ninja Remastered. Is is that other one under embargo? I thought it was... Well, okay, so Soul Calibur 6 comes out tomorrow, uh, and we have it in the office. I just don't know what I can say about it, and okay. I just don't want to... You know, I'll just talk about it next week. Fair, okay. Uh, so, yeah, Mark of the Ninja Remastered, uh, that came out, and if you bought the game on 360, it's free. So I just had it. Uh, which was super nice. I loved Mark of the Ninja. Easily my favorite clay game. Um, and that game just completely holds up. That I can't recommend that game enough. I reviewed it back in the day. This would have, when did that game come out? That game's at least like five years old. Yeah. That, I think that game came out in 2011, 2012, maybe. Oh, wow. One of those two. Six, seven years old. Six or seven years old. That game is so good. It controls so nicely. Um, it, it kind of reminded me how similar. Well, it came first, but all those Assassin's Creed Chronicles games are basically this. Um, so if anyone has played those, which those were all free on on gold, so if, if you're kind of keeping up with the gold games, you've played those. Uh, they kind of function very similarly. It's a side-scrolling stealth game. Um, again, kind of with animation priority, it kind of, that's kind of what Clay's known for, Clay being the Vancouver company? Yes. That uh, did the shank games. shank games yeah uh what have they been doing recently besides oh, mark the ninja and remastered they did something else too didn't they do a spy game oh, they've been doing don't starve for the last while oh that's, that's oh them. yeah that is them jeez oh they also did invisible ink oh that was the spy game okay oh yeah it is the spy game yeah yeah which that one's probably like super different cuz that even art style wise that one looks quite different let me see here you can definitely yeah. see like Mark of the Ninja, it looks like Shank. Even a little bit of Don't Starve in there kind of looks similarly to it. 
The shame. Yes, again. The ninja eats. Don't starve and don't starve together. Invisible ink. Oxygen not included. I don't know what that is. Hot lava. And it's not even on their website. Oh. I'm on their website. I'm actually, I'm on their actually, I do remember hot lava. I think it was literally like the floor is lava, a video game. Mm. All right. Uh, I have no idea what Grift Lands is. Grift Lands is. I don't know either. I don't recognize that one. But it says it's available on Steam. I don't even. I'm looking at these screenshots. I don't even know what kind of game this would be. Oh, it's it's, it's not even out yet. Oh, is it, it just not? it just says available 2018. Looks like there's like some base building. There's character stuff. I don't know, man. I I'm looking at the trailer for it right now on Steam, and it looks like a mix of kind of every game they've done so far. Running around in open world, collecting things like don't starve. Like don't starve yeah. yeah. Also, it looks like turn-based combat, possibly. Yeah, kind of hard to tell. I guess it looks like don't starve more than their other games because of like the overworld kind of stuff. Yeah, I see branching dialogue paths. I see an overworld. I see equipment. I don't know. It looks interesting. I mean, it kind of makes sense that it would be more Don't Starvey than the other ones because they've been doing Don't Starve for a while and th- those games got pretty huge. Yeah, I'm assuming Don't Starve has got to be their most successful games. I don't because I don't hear imagine. anyone talking about Shank. And I guess Mark of the Ninja was enough. For I them mean, to Shank redo is it. Shank is old enough that I feel like it's gotten it's it's done its time. Sure, it did get a sequel. Yeah, and I know Mark of the Ninja was pretty popular, which is like it, that just came out on Switch as well. So I'm debating debating if I should get it. Yeah, did you ever play it? No. I'd oh, heard good so things. Good. I'd heard I good love things. Mark of the Ninja. It is it has like everything you want in there. It's got, you know, uh it's got skill trees. Um you can change you can and you can upgrade the way you want to play. If you'd rather just be like someone that fights off all these enemies and not care about stealth, you can upgrade your combo meters and stuff like that, or you can get better stealth tactics. It's really cool what they throw at you. I I, I absolutely love this game. So Really super awesome that they're just like, here, have it for free if you bought it before. Cause they definitely did not need to do that, uh, considering how old it was. And, um, I'm probably just going to be saying this often now. It's an Xbox One X enhanced game. So I'm glad to see that. Um, it's kind of weird. Some of the games that aren't Rock Band 4, not an Xbox One enhanced game. Weird. Neither is Cuphead. Wait, what? Which was a Microsoft first party title. Uh, those are the only two out of the games I like reinstalled, uh, that are not Xbox One X enhanced. I mean, I guess I can see Cuphead since it's 2D animation. So was Mark of the Ninja. Hmm. And you would think that might be easier to render than all these polygons. I, I don't know. I'm not a developer, but I just thought Cuphead for sure since it's first party Microsoft. But anyway, um, uh, that's that's really all I've been playing this week. That's uh, new. What about you? Uh, well, I have not played anything in my free time due to uh, being sick and getting ready for this next trip. Uh, I guess with the exception of Yakuza Kiwami 2, we're still working through that. Uh, but right. last night, I actually played a bunch of brand new games. So excited to do a little talking about that. Sorry, I, I made a mistake I got to fix here. Okay. Uh, while I'm fixing that, uh, the first game I played last night was called Wonder Wickets. Now, this I have, game. I have no idea what this is. This game came out yesterday. Wickets, like in cricket? 
Yeah, well, yeah, I like the spelling. But the best thing to compare this to is mini golf. Okay. The way it works is that, um, did you ever play a game called Kirby's Dream Course? Yes. It's basically kind of a spiritual successor to that. Isn't Kirby's Dream Course in, um, or on the SNES Classic? Yep. Yeah. So, um, Wonder Wicked is basically like a mini golf game where you have to, like, either pick up little pieces along the way to make the hole appear or just kind of get through the, the stages of puzzle in general. Okay, yeah, then that would that would be very Kirby. Yeah, there's a little bit of platforming you have to do. There's enemies you have to avoid. Uh, there's a proper versus mode where you get ranked on certain things. Uh, it was honestly really fun. You can make your own courses in it, too. Is this on the Switch? This looks like a Switch game. Uh, Steam only currently. Okay, all right. And again, it came out yesterday, so uh, it's got online play, which is still in beta, but uh, the game itself seems pretty solid. Local multiplayer seemed really fun. All right, all right. Uh, I also played Magic the Gathering Arena since that's an open beta. I got I did a promo for that last night. Uh, I think that, Paul, yeah, has Paul's been, doing stuff Paul's been playing this too. But this was my first time ever playing Magic the Gathering. Really? Yes. Wow. So I most. So wait, what were you doing during like grade school when everyone was playing Magic? I was playing Yu Gi Oh and Pokemon. Okay. All right. So um, yeah, like. That was my first time experiencing it. I had uh, three of my mods and friends on to kind of talk me through it because they all played, and I am completely overwhelmed. <laughs> that that was a yeah. lot to take in at once. I'm, I'm trying to think like because it was so long ago that I learned magic, and as also as a kid, you kind of you can like absorb knowledge so much easier. Mm. Uh, I also had like way more free time, uh, so like learning a card game would have been fine back then. I'm trying to think how that would how it would be now if I had to learn a whole new trading card game. And I guess I, I so I did play with some tabletop simulator with Paul a couple months ago when we played Magic, and they had added so many rules to some stuff. So I guess that was a little overwhelming to me. But at the same time, I was also like, this is the one evening I'm going to play Magic probably for the next like five years or whatever. <laughs> like I got there was already kind of like a little bit of like dismissal of like I don't really need to internalize any of these rules. I'm only doing this for a few hours. But did you play Hearthstone? No, that was also my first digital card game, with the exception of like Pokemon trading card game on the Game Boy Color. I mean, that game rocks. That game is super good. Um, there's also some pretty good Yu-Gi-Oh uh, card games on like the Game Boy and stuff too. Anyway, I'm surprised you didn't play Hearthstone. I would actually probably argue Hearthstone is easier than Magic. Probably. Yeah, because so Magic has all like the different lands, and Hearthstone do- it doesn't have anything like that. What it has is you do get like energy, but you just get like you know bonus one energy each turn. Mm. So if it's your third turn, you're gonna get three energy, and then you- yeah, it's 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 kind of a lot easier and streamlined. Um, what made you want to like learn Magic out of the blue? Uh, they came towards us like a bunch of us for a promo. And I was like, I've never played Magic before. And everyone in the group was like, you should do it. Do it as a promo. You'll be have a great time. They'd love to see what new people would want to do. Okay. So I went through the tutorial. I played a couple of pre-made decks and then tried to build my own deck. And that part went horribly. Yeah, I mean, I could even say that with any card game is building your own deck is definitely 
the hardest thing. Even Hearthstone, I was barely doing that. Mm. It's just so much easier being like, I'll just use whatever you guys think is fine. This is, this works. Cause you don't even know like what to look for unless you're willing to like put the research in. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. Are you going to keep playing magic? Are you going to go out to Sentry Box? Uh, and spend your life savings on some cards. That's specifically why I never got into magic, was because it's it I already have one expensive hobby. I don't need two. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I would probably recommend don't get into magic right now. Mm-hmm. I don't see like digital magic is probably a lot cheaper, I guess. I, I, I mean they also gave me like fifty bucks to start with, basically. Okay. So, I, they, so basically they gave me like forty five booster packs or something like that. So I mean, from what people were telling me, I had some good cards to build a good deck with, but I didn't know what to do with it myself. So yeah, but no, uh, it seemed okay. We we rate made someone rage quit, so at least we have that. Okay, was it you though? No, it wasn't. <laughs> you'd think, you'd think, but it wasn't me. All right. Uh, other than that, I played uh, Lethal League Blaze, which is out next week. Okay. So this is the sequel to Lethal League. They've added more characters, more maps, more music, and more. Was this just recently announced? Didn't we talk about this on like a, a Nintendo Direct or something? Uh, the trailer got dropped a couple months ago. Okay, but I remember. The, I remember the, us it's been in the works at... for a while. I remember hearing okay. about Blaze like at least a year ago. Okay, but the proper trailer dropped like more recently. Um, it it plays like Lethal League, but they with more. What is the more? Because I don't. I remember looking at the trailer and not seeing what was different. So they added a bunch of new modes, which uh, were locked, unfortunately. So I didn't get to try them out last night. There's like a volleyball mode. Uh, there's power ups now that you can activate, which like swing the game in your favor. Um, Wait, how isn't the whole game basically volleyball? Yeah, but I mean, like more like proper volleyball. Like if you let it touch the ground, it, you get a you lose a point basically. Okay, that, that kind All of right. volleyball. Um, they. It basically added the different ways that people can hit the ball now. Like so, originally in in the in the Steam Lethal League, just planes Lethal League, um, you could attack diagonally in midair. You could attack in front of you, and certain characters could attack behind them. That was about it. They added uh, up up and down in midair, so like straight up, straight down. They added catching, so like if the ball is coming towards you, you can catch it and then quickly throw it in another direction that you want. Oh, that one that's pretty cool. Yeah, they added a health meter system so that when the ball's going slow enough, you don't just get knocked out in one hit. Like, it'll actually give you a chance to kind of, like, get your bearings and get used to the timing. This is starting to seem more and more like wind jammers. Mm. Especially the fact that you can catch it. No, I wouldn't I wouldn't compare it to wind jammers. Especially considering okay. it can be four-player. Wind jammers can't? No, wind jammers is one-on-one. Maybe okay. wind jammers 2 will be, but... Okay, maybe I'm thinking of like one of the, like the Windjammers clones having four people or something. Maybe. Um, also, this will be on PS4, Xbox One, and I think that's it. We played the Steam version specifically, but, but I think it is skipping the Switch. Is the first one on Switch? Uh, no, neither of them are. Wow. Yeah, it it says right now PS4, Xbox One, Windows, Linux, and Mac. So I guess it's skipping the switch. That's a bummer, but I'm that. sure it's I'm sure it's coming It'll sooner or later. Come later, yeah. It'll show up in a Nintendo Direct as in a, as a Nindy. I hope so because I really like this game. Like I like the original Lethal League, and I think I like this one better. 
That's good. It's good to hear it. High praise. Yeah, so more characters. Just it's basically Lethal League with more content, which is definitely good. That's otherwise all I've played. All right, I'm actually going to shout out one more mobile game I've been playing. Not much to say about this. Alpha Bear Two came out about a month ago, um, and if anyone played Alpha Bear One, it's 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 way better because it has a story mode that is heavily influenced by like, I guess Back to the Future. It's pretty back. It's pretty much Back to the Future. Um, there's a bunch of silly references and stuff in there, uh, but the fact that it has a story mode is cool. So if you like Boggle, check out Alpha Bear Two, and it's free. Oh, anyway. God. okay. Uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, Reese has been playing Alpha Bear 1. I didn't realize there was a sequel. Yeah, the sequel came out a month ago. I like this one way more, just because it seems like more substantial. Um, I guess specifically, because, like I already said, it has the um, the story mode, but you also unlock different bears that do different have different abilities, and each time you go into a new stage, you need to bring three of them with you, and one can be like, get bonus points whenever you s- use a four-letter word, or get additional S's on the board, which, you know, that allows you to make things plural, so those are pretty helpful. Um, so it's kind of cool that you can kind of go in with some power-ups. So uh, if you like Boggle, uh, I would definitely recommend checking out Alpha Bear 2. Again, it's free. So, mm-hmm. alright, let's do some news. All right. What's going on in the internet? Not a lot. Um, normally, I don't really mention when things are getting remastered, but uh, Dream Daddy... Uh, I guess it's not, it's not remastered. I guess it's getting a director's cut. I just wanted to say that the director's cut is called the dad director's cut. I knew, uh, I knew that's that, why you put it on this that, list. That's pretty I knew fun. it. Well, cause I want to just keep a running tally. We got like remastered edition. You know, we got the definitive edition and now we got the dad director's cut. Uh, so we can put it down on the list of funny names. Um, also, uh, dream daddy is just a good, good game. Uh, I think we can all agree on that. And that was listen to it on the top down perspective plus podcast. Yeah. Um, the discord store launched. Officially. Have, you, have you seen it? I haven't actually been. Able I, to see I was it in the beta discord. because they launched in beta in Canada first. So I've had it for like two months. How do you see it? Do you need to have the app or can you do it from the website? Uh, you probably, no, you definitely need the app. Oh wait, no, you don't. Really? It's right here. Yep. Oh, never mind then. Yeah, it's uh when you go to like your friends list, it's right above friends. Yeah, store. Okay, so yeah, then they have some like first on Discord, including Bad North and Sinner, whatever this game is. There was one King game. of the Cat. Yeah, King of the Hat was the one that apparently Oh, King a, of the Hat, yes, that's was right. apparently a big deal. That one apparently was really fun. That was a. that's not that definitely was showing up in a Nintendo Direct. I remember he got excited because you could be like a dishwasher or something. So I guess when they say like first on Discord, they're talking the the PC version. Yes, that has to be my guess. Um, oh yeah, if you have Nitro, you also get a bunch of games free. It looks like Waka Melee, Limbo, uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon Two, Torchlight Two, Inside, FTL. Great. Uh, I don't have Nitro. Do you have Nitro? Yeah, I do. Because oh, okay. I run a partnered server. What does that even mean? It, it it means I'm a partnered Discord affiliate. So do you, does Discord give you money or something? Discord gives me Nitro for free, basically. And they make my server better. That's about it. Oh, okay. Um. Anyway, so yeah, Discord is now a store. I guess. 
cool. I don't I know. I mean, if it ends up working well, then more power to it. I am I am also of the mind that I don't really need another store. Yeah, but right? I kind of get launcher. I get why they're doing it because that way at least Steam has some semblance of competition. Because when's the last time you actually heard anyone caring about Origin? No, I, I I totally get it. Origin or the uh, or Ubisoft's one. Don't they have one? Yeah, and which I actually do not remember. Ubiplay, I think, is the name of it. Uplay, maybe. Uplay, Uplay. I can't remember if that's the name of their store, or if that's just the name of like a, one of their like services. It might be that both. connects their games or both. something. I don't know. Anyway, I mean, I I get it that Steam should have competition, but at the same time, I don't want nine launchers on yeah my computer. <laughs> But who cares? I guess really, it's not a, it's really not a big deal. <clears throat> and I'm sure most of these games will be able to launch from uh, Steam anyway, because Steam lets you integrate everything if you if you want that. Uh, last little bit of news, bit more on what's been going on with the Walking Dead game. Uh, so we knew Skybound was going to pick it up and try and rehire some ex Telltale devs to finish it up. Uh, currently, that is the case. Uh, someone, uh, I guess the name of Mary Kenny came out and said it's been confirmed they're going to keep the scripts that were had been written for episodes 3 and 4 um, uh, and at least this person is being brought back on so I, they also did a Reddit AMA yesterday so that's already on our uh, The Walking Dead game if you want to check out see what they said, I didn't read through it but maybe there's some fun info in there. Probably nothing big since I didn't see anything getting like reported on. But anyway, maybe maybe if you're following that whole saga, you can do that. Uh, that's going to do it for the news this week. Uh, but that's fine because we got a whole bunch of questions. Oh, man. Oh, wow. Yeah, you weren't kidding. Uh, Top down perspective at gmail.com is the email address. Uh, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Facebook group, the Discord channel, and John's P.O. Box are how you can send questions in. I'll read this first one from Jizney. So how's that weed? It, it exists. How's the weed, John? I, I've clearly, clearly partaken of so much of it. I've just been weeded to hell and back. I had a friend who got pretty excited that he could order weed from the government. Uh, and when he went to pick up his package today at the mail place, the guy kind of laughed. I guess a lot of people had been picking up their packages today. Yeah. Um, that's over in Toronto. I'm not surprised. Like, yeah, hasn't I know. Alberta Alberta had it, hasn't it been? So, so the story for people who don't know is Canada legalized weed. All right. Now you're caught up. Yep. Wasn't it legal in Alberta or what, what am I thinking of? No, I think they just didn't care nearly as much. And that might also have been BC to be fair. Okay. So you guys, you guys had cool cops. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I, it's just now like you can legally buy it from the government. I think like it might have been something along the lines of, uh, oh, I remember what it is now. So you're right. It was per province rules. And, uh, I believe it was just you won't get in trouble for possession under a certain amount. But now, okay. but now it's like, yeah, now you can just buy it from the government. Uh, you can hold, I think it's carry up to 30 grams on you. That sounds right. This is how you know I don't actually smoke. I mean, I have absolutely no idea either. I, I, I so uh, it's I know it's legalized here in California, and we have dispensaries that look like Apple stores. They're all like white and shiny. Oh my god! 
Um, also, every bus, the ad on the side of it is for some kind of weed service. Mm. Yeah, so. I've started seeing those here now, unsurprisingly, okay. and hearing them yep. on the radio. Uh, but yeah, like the whole big deal now is uh, government weed. Uh, but apparently, like, there's only like two dispensaries in Calgary for a city of okay. like a like million stores and a half. or like companies, yeah. like okay. stores. Oh, yeah, that's the other thing down here. I I believe there's apps where you can just get someone to deliver it to you, which is bonkers. That's crazy, dude. <laughs> to be fair, I'm pretty sure I can get anything delivered to me through an app. So it just kind of makes sense that weed would be one of them. Yeah. Um, also, like, because I'm in, like, you know, the Bay Area, everything's going to start here. The per- people making the apps probably live here. <laughs> so. All right. Uh, you got this next one from Sir Chasm. Sir Chasm writes in and says, what video game series or genre would benefit the most from a mode or spinoff in the style of WarioWare? So I assume this just means small tiny mini games yeah micro games mm. that are really fast you'll be down for like a sports game done like that okay sure i feel like that's warrior has kind of sports games well, in I, I mean like baseball where like you hit the you hit the ball and then like to catch it you have to like play a mini game or like to to make sure the other person doesn't catch it you have to play a mini game okay so like, there's a baseball game on the NES called Base Wars, where you're robots, and whenever you try to take a base, you like you physically fight the other player. So I kind of would like stuff like that. That'd be kind of fun. Okay. I thought Yakuza would work well. Mm, yeah. Just all the characters there doing silly micro games. Um, which then just makes me think of Muscle March. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't quite know why. No, I, there's something there. Yeah, feel like you just, you just there. want more muscle march, is what you're saying. I do. I want more muscle march. Where's my muscle march to? Xbox X enhanced. Well, I'm I'm at the dev of that, and he seemed to enjoy making it. So, wait, you did? Who's the dev of that? The guy who made Ninja Gaiden. <laughs> Sweet, that's great. He worked, did you add, he you asked for it. a sequel? No, no. <laughs> I think I laughed. I think I laughed. I said one of my friends is really is a big fan. And he, he, oh, was okay. ex- he was nice. excited to hear that. And he was like, oh, was it Sean Booker? I yeah. followed him on Twitter. <laughs> that would be amazing. That would, that would be pretty good. Um, I, yeah, you should have just, you, I, I kind of would have loved if you had played it as if you didn't know Ninja Gaiden, but you knew Muscle March. Oh, no. <laughs> I was brought in specifically for Ninja Gaiden knowledge, so I would have felt really bad if I had done that. Yeah, you, well, so, so in that scenario, it's been like, Huh, yeah. Um, cards on the table. I don't know what Ninja Gaiden is, though. I only took this meeting because I'm a big Muscle March fan. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that he had done it until, like, halfway, like, near the end of the interview. He was just like, yeah, I worked on this Muscle March project. I'm like, no way. That's hilarious. Sure. Okay. I mean, th- that would be a really hard bit to maintain the entire way unless you had prepared like actual in-depth questions about muscle march that no one has ever thought of. <laughs> uh, but that would have definitely been quite funny. Uh, any other games or genres? Um, mm, I feel like I still, I'm still in on sports. I think they could have done something cool with um, like the rock band instruments. With little quick mini games and stuff. Yeah, that would have been good too. 
I feel like that's the problem with Rock Band is that it didn't, it <clears throat> couldn't do much except for what it was originally designed for. Right. I mean, there was Rock of the Dead. Yeah, but that wasn't even them. That was a third party, and I heard it was not good. Actually, I know it wasn't good because I watched my ex play it. I think I own that game. That might be down. I might actually have that in the other room. Um, with no way to play it though, because it's a 360 one, and I don't have my 360 guitars. I only have my Xbox One X guitars. And then there was that other game. I think it was just on the PlayStation Three, where you were a spaceship, and it was a bullet hell game. And you, the spaceship flew on five different tracks. Oh shoot! I know what you're talking. Which about. I don't remember the name of it at all. But that was another game that used the controller. That was a Rock right. Band Blitz, right? No, this was a third party thing. It was not Rock Band related. It was just a spaceship. Oh. It was a it was a bullet hell game. All right. Um, VGC Kenny writes, "When will we stop getting new consoles?" <laughs> Like, so when will a console come out, uh, and that just be the standard from that company, and every every game that company gets is on that console? Uh, when technology stops advancing. Yeah, I don't think I don't think we're ever gonna get, get an actual stop because they're always gonna want to sell something more. Yeah. Um, but what I what I'm sure it's gonna end up being sooner or later is it's gonna be like an Apple TV or like a Chromecast, a little dongle that you plug into an HDMI port. But even then they're still going to sell you a new one every year. Cause it's like, this is the 4k one. This is the one that does smell a vision. This is the one that, you know, whatever, whatever's the new thing. It's like, yeah. you know, it, it, my phone does everything, but they come up with a new phone every year. It would be like suicide for a company to make the best product they can make that never needs updating. Because, like, they make so much money on selling the next model. I was thinking that, but there's definitely been several companies that sold their consoles at a loss. Mm. So that that kind of goes opposite to that. I guess, because they sell at a loss to make it up on the software, while Nintendo's like, yeah, we'll, we'll <clears throat> always sell at a profit, because that should make sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it seems like uh, streaming is definitely the way things are going, and more companies keep talking about streaming games. Uh, there was just recently the uh, being able to play Assassin's Creed Odyssey in a Chrome browser, and, yeah. it, run it, and it worked fine. Um, so, yeah, I, I, consoles as we know it, yeah, maybe maybe that's a better way to put this question. How How long do you think until consoles as we know it change drastically? Honestly, um, if it hadn't been for the major pushback the Xbox One got at their like disastrous launch, I would have said next gen. But now next I'm gen, not- it would have been like a streaming little small box or something. Yeah, but now I'm not sure. I don't know if the internet or I guess the world's not ready for that yet. I, I want to say next gen is going to be similar consoles. Yeah, but maybe the one after that. It, here, here's my here's my here's my thought. I think. During this generation, they're going to start seriously testing that stuff. Yeah. Which they already kind of are. We got PlayStation Now. Uh, we've got subscription services, stuff like yeah. that. Um, and then I think next gen, it's going to utilize everything they've learned and it's going to work real well or it's going to get to really well early on. Um, and then that'll kind of just be the norm, but there'll still be discs and stuff. And then I think the following one is just a streaming thing. Yeah, I'd say two to three gens from now. 
That's my guess. My my question is, and I wonder about this, in the time frame it takes to get from here to there, will one of the big three be gone? Like, will, will Xbox exit? Will, will Sony exit? Will, I doubt Nintendo will exit at this point. I, I don't think so. If anything, uh, be, because it instead, because you won't need it, it to be a, a hardware manufacturer anymore on the scale of these, people will enter and you'll yeah. see like, hey, guess what? Ours plays on the Apple TV now and the new Assassin's Creed is coming to Apple TV. The new Assassin's Creed is coming to Chromecast. So it's just going to be, it's, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be kind of, I guess, more unified. It's like he, the game's everywhere, but which one does it like play best on, I guess? And it's like, well, I got my Roku TV and I got the 4K Roku, so I'm going to play it on that. And then I guess it's going to come down to, like, what controller do you like? Tamar brings up a good point, too, in the chat. He mentions uh, countries aren't investing in their infrastructure enough to support it, their internet infrastructure. So, like, uh, up here, like, our internet is is spotty at best. So, like, we might not be able to uh, use a feature like like on live, one of the old things are proper PlayStation now and stuff like that. But like maybe in the future, if investment's done or if like when gigafit becomes like a standard thing everywhere, then maybe that's way more viable. Right. But it, and it could even be things like, cause I know China gets like their own specific consoles that are like made for China and stuff like that. And they could be doing like, well, Hey, in America, these are the ones we're going to see, but you know, often, you know, third, I don't want to say third world countries, but in, uh, less internet developed countries, there's this whole other console that version that like we never hear of. Cause that's what's happening now. Yeah. Uh, so I could see that one. Like in Brazil, they got the PlayStation 5, but this one takes discs. Huh. So maybe something like that. Um, but I remember even the, uh, Odyssey, it didn't need a lot because they were literally just streaming the video to you. And they were doing all the computing on their end. So it's like if you're, if you had a computer that could like stream Netflix, you could play Odyssey decently. Well, I mean, like that was the thing. Like there was a lot of services back then that did that too. Do you like, like I'm sure do you remember on live? Sure. So like it just like is, and that's what PlayStation now technically is as well, or used to be. Used to be because they changed. It's now you can download. Yeah. So like, I don't know. I feel like once that finally works correctly, that'll stick. But it has to right. get to that point. But it, yeah, I mean, even if they go do like a half step where it's like it's not streaming, but you can just download it to this little box, then like why I, not? I think what will likely happen is you'll see a company, uh, maybe I feel like Microsoft would be the first company to try this, uh, put out two versions of their system: one that's still disc based, and one that's just a a lot cheaper, but is like just a box for loading games downloaded from a server. Yeah, it could probably be smaller at that point then because it yeah. doesn't need to read a disc. Man, I would love that. That would be awesome. I would take my ex. You, you and I were just talking before the show about if you want to lug your PlayStation around. Yeah. Imagine if that PlayStation was one third the size. That and you would just had Spider Man download it on that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that would be super cool. No, yeah. As someone who every Christmas lugs a console all the way up to Canada, that'd be awesome. That's why I've been so happy with the Switch. But yeah, like they, they're not all on there yet. Right. All right. From VGC Kenny as well, we've got dumb question time. Is breakfast a time or an event? 
Meaning, is it a meal you eat in the morning, or is it the first meal you eat after waking up? I believe, by definition, it actually is the first meal you eat after waking up. I'm saying the other one. It, it's literally called breaking the fast, so it's the first time, once you've stopped not eating, that's breaking the fast. Sure, you've made all great points, but... I, if I was speaking, if I was the one, if, if I was to say it aloud, I would do it the first way. It's a morning meal. If I, if I woke up and it was like 1130 or if the first meal I had that day is around noon, I wouldn't be saying time for breakfast. I'd be saying it's lunchtime. See, now that's the thing. I do that. I get up at like 11 and I'm like, all right, eating at 1 p.m. That's breakfast. Let's go, baby. Okay. All right. That's also like what? Cause what if you work like a night shift and you still get a lunch break though? But it's like midnight. oh, when I when I was on night shift, I still called it breakfast. It would have been six p.m. and I would still call it breakfast. But is that your first meal? Yeah. Okay. Like I would I would wake up at six at six p.m. Uh, go eat, eat breakfast food. I'd eat the cereal. I'd eat a toast. I get some orange juice and then I'd go to work at like seven seven thirty p.m. Okay. What if? What if all, okay, here's a better question. What if, okay, you wake up, let's say you wake up at noon, you have a glass of orange juice. Okay. Then at 3 p.m., yep. you eat a sandwich. Okay. Which one's breakfast? Mmm. I feel like just a, just a drink doesn't count unless it's like a smoothie. But then, uh, I see, I see where you're going with this. Yeah, how, how, uh, when does it become a, enough of a meal that it gets the title? I feel like that's a different argument, dinner? though. Like, like, no, it is. I'm this. I'm this is a total offshoot. This doesn't change the first one. I feel like just a drink is not breakfast or or a meal unless it is like a smoothie or something that is meant as a re- meal replacement. I think I could agree with that. Okay, so orange juice and a banana. All right, I'd call that breakfast. Breakfast, half a banana. <laughs> Sean, what the fuck? I'm just trying to think. Like, what, what? What's the smallest amount of food? Give me a banana chip. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Oh my god. <laughs> I think we're losing the chat. Let's move on. All right, uh, uh, it's it's me with one press L two P. <clears throat> have you had any bosses, final bout bosses, that you were really looking forward to fighting due to past events in the game that gave you a large incentive to fighting them or just someone really cool you wanted to fight? Supervillain, classic bad guy that are always in every game in a series, uh, but you were then let down by how lame that fight turned out to be. No challenge, nothing cool happened, etc. <clears throat> Mm. Okay, I feel like we can make two versions of this question. Ones that you were like excited to fight for, and then ones yep. that let you down. Because uh, I had answers for the first one, but then the letting down one that that was a bit of a curveball. Um, that I that I liked. Uh, let's say like Virgil from Devil May Cry Three, because like you you fight the actual big bad, and then suddenly it's like, all right, now we have to kick each other's ass. Sure, I guess there's a there's a might be a bit of spoilers for some of these coming up. Just a heads up, especially if the boss is a twist. Uh, for Metal Gear Solid 3, the boss. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. That's also a really good fight. Yep. Uh, I will say Asura's Wrath is not a final boss, 
But when you just fight the game, the entire the whole game. game. I mean, yes, for one, but more specifically, uh, the when you fight your like master, the guy who trained you, that's a great fight. But also the the whole chapter leading up to it is just you and him uh, in a sauna talking about how how great fighting and how, how fighting makes you feel alive. And it's the only thing out there. And you do this for like 25 minutes. And then the fight starts on the moon. Yeah. I still need to play that. That game is so good. Like I, I, I need to play that like every two years or something. I was going to say every two minutes. Two minutes. Every two minutes, play through all of the servers. Right? Just to just put it right into the vein. Uh, on the flip, uh, a fight that looked had a lot of build up and thought would be good, but wasn't. The uh the original Xbox Ninja Gaiden final boss fight was actually like a really big letdown. You could cheese it super easily. Okay. Like they didn't fix it till the next till Ninja Gaiden Black, basically. Okay. I'm trying to think of what else. What I can't are. think of another. Here's another good one, and I guess it's kind of a surprise when you in Pokemon Gen Two when you fight Red. At the very after you've been like the elite four, but like both the elite fours, and then you fight him up on like the mountain, and and that's like supposed to be Ash. That was real cool. Yeah, I can't really think of many that have like let. I know down, that's really. the problem. Is like usually it's not the case. Like I can only think of like fights where like you're in, you can't lose, and even then I can't even think of any of those right now because usually you have the struggle to get to that point. Um, I'm not gonna. This isn't a spoiler, so don't be scared. Uh, Spider-Man loved the final boss, loved the ending, the build-up to the final boss was so good, and the fight itself was awesome. Uh, well, actually, the fight itself wasn't ideal, but kind of everything surrounding the fight and the mechanics was really awesome. Uh, so that's another one. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, next question comes from Alyssa saying, listening to the latest episode, the question got asked, what is the best game with a bike? Jokingly in my head, I thought of Yakuza 5, where one of the main characters, Akiyama, rides his bike and wheelies on top of goons as a power heat move. Then add every other bike move in Yakuza, where Kiryu just picks up a bike and kills everyone. So my question for this week is, what is the most ridiculous weapon ever in a game? Oh, um, I mean, I've been playing Soul Calibur recently. Ivy's sword whip is very ridiculous. Yeah, that's that's pretty up there. I'm trying to think of something like. Uh, I mean, Yakuza always comes to mind, but I feel like that's a bad example because they already used it. Like in Yakuza Kiwami 2, you can use like a portable stove and just burn someone's face with it. You can throw people into microwaves and stuff like that. You can use a bowling ball to trip up people. Dead Rising might actually be might be where I'm. Oh, I think this. Dead Rising, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can take it because I feel like the ones you just mentioned, those are kind of just like melee weapons if they're just hitting them with them. Yeah. <clears throat> Dead Rising definitely yeah. gets very silly. Uh, like double chainsaws, double chainsaws on a motorcycle, uh, riding a tricycle around. Uh. All the lawnmower. Oh, no, the Blanca mask that you put on zombies that electrocutes all the zombies around it. 
Sure. I was going to say anything that you attach fireworks to yeah. is usually pretty good because it's going to explode. Um, <clears throat> you know, I'm just a big fan of a spiked bat in that game. Yeah, that's pretty sad. Like, there's something just kind of, yeah, really nice about that one. I'm trying to think if Saints Row had anything ridiculous because it must have, right? I mean, oh yeah, the fucking dubstep gun. Yeah, the dubstep gun. That was true. And you could play as the toilet. Yeah. I mean, you could change it to be Flight of the Valkyries, which is what I usually, or March of the Valkyries, which I usually kept playing on mine. And now we just had dubstep gun and, and I can't believe we didn't think about this sooner. The Ratchet and Clank series. Oh my God. The Rhino and like the sheep gun and all that. Yeah, so Mr. The, Zircon. The, the, yeah, the dance. Mr. Zircon's great. Yeah, man, Ratchet and Clank is like known for that. I'm surprised we didn't yeah. say that sooner. Yeah, so like Dead Rising, Ratchet and Clank, and Saints Row, I guess, are really the games that come to mind. And I guess Yakuza. And I, I just had one. I, oh, uh, I was going to say just uh, Devil May Cry. They get pretty silly. Uh, oh, dude. The guitar kind of yeah, reminded the me of it. Good. I'm excited for the giant motorcycle pizza cutters in 5. I haven't seen that. I knew you that, could use that the is in Dante's trailer. Yeah, they're apparently okay. they're just giant. The motorcycle splits into two giant pizza cutters. Devil May Cry also has the three sided nunchuck, which is yeah. a weird Cerberus. thing. Yeah, Cerberus, right? I know that's in the new game. I've seen that. Uh, I'm trying to think. Of what, oh, Pandora's box from four. The giant, like the briefcase that turns into like a giant missile platform, and like all these other. I didn't guns. play four, so I didn't know that one. Oh yeah, people are saying the dildo bat. That was a um, Saints Row. Alright, there's a bunch of great ones. Uh, what are we on? David. <clears throat> I was looking at upcoming games and saw Rage 2 and remembered an annoying ad they uh, <clears throat> they played at my work, GameStop, for the collector's edition that was the most annoying ad I've ever heard. It was played like as as seen on TV ad that was recorded off of VHS, and if you remember, it had a shitty tracking filter on it, plus a really annoying high pitched oh, whir. Yep, I can already hear that in my head. You know, because who doesn't miss that shitty quality nostalgia? This brought up the question: Have you ever seen an ad that was so bad you didn't get the game or movie or whatever, and did you ever regret it? I feel like I have, but I can't actually think of an example right now. I can't think of one that like actively turned me off. It's usually I I didn't get the game for other reasons. Um, the the one that kind of came to mind though was what was the latest Deus Ex game? Mankind Divided. Mankind Divided. They kind of had that whole ad campaign of like Og Lives Matter. It was kind of really tone deaf um, and not very tasteful at the time. So that was pretty silly. I'm trying to think if there was a David Cage thing that was similar to this. Probably. He- Heavy Rain had something weird. What the hell was it? I'm, trying to I'm, tr- I'm honestly trying to remember back to, to EB and GameStop loops as well. Oh, like those specific ones. I mean, I feel like anything on those loops would get annoying regardless. Yeah. Um, and the only trailers I can actually remember on loop was there was one for Assassin's Creed 2 that had a Justice song, and I really liked that because I just got to hear Justice every now and then. 
And then there was a Final Fantasy 13 song that had a Leona Lewis song that I liked. So I remember that one. I don't remember the rest. But I definitely remember complaining. So there had to have been some, but thankfully only the good ones stuck around. I remember Final Fantasy 13's trailer a lot from work. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if we're talking about the same one, but probably. Yeah, probably. Uh, bad, bad game. Tra- I mean, not even just uh, tra- uh, trailers, but there's just dumb game ads everywhere. Do you remember that it was a print ad of they? It was like a naked dude, and they swapped out his dick for a thumb. It was a PlayStation ad. Oh yeah. Oh, I don't remember what the the point of it was. Oh my god, how did I not remember the PSP ads with those like squirrels or like the dust bunnies? It's, right, the, were they like the Quizno sub things or something like that? It's like blank what you play outside. Or like Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that now, yeah. I feel like we talked about this specifically like a year probably. ago. Probably. Instead of dick. <laughs> it's definitely a Sony ad. There's no way it's not. No, I know it was. I'm just no, that's not what I was looking for. I'm just trying to remember what, what their slogan was to make any of the sense. All right, I don't want to look at any of these. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that would have been more like that would have been specific safe enough. Safe search yeah. on, safe search on. Yeah, exactly. Oh man, those PSP ad ones are pretty bad. Yeah, um, it's almost oh, exclusively a Sony ads that we can complain about. I feel I'm, I just had another Sony one I thought of, and this was playing at our store. Um, it was during the run where they had like that clean white room and things would like break into it. Um, but there was one with a baby. Oh yeah, that's PS3 ad. Yeah, it was a weird, creepy baby. Um, trying to see if anyone's saying anything in the chat. Mighty Number Nine trailer. I guess I can see that. That was it. The anime on prom night, anime fan on prom night thing pissed off a lot of people. I don't know what that is, but that seems like it would be pretty dumb. That was like a tag line in the trailer for Mighty Number no. Nine, trying to get people like, um, "You'll have more fun than an anime fan on prom night." No, that's not right. How? I, I don't even know what that would mean. Now I need to look this up. Now it's actually going to bother me. No, like it autofilled. Cry like an anime fan on prom night. That was the line. Okay, sure. Yeah, that's a weird. That's a weird thing to do. A lot of your fans are probably anime fans. Yeah. Anyway, back to the original question. I don't think it's ever turned me off from buying a game. It's probably turned me off from watching a movie, and that's about it. Movie. Or- yeah, I've definitely like not seen movies because I was like, I thought the trailer looked real bad. Um, but even if it comes out then and like people are like raving about it or talking good things, I'll, I'll still go see it. I don't know. All right, moving on. David. No, no, that was the one we just read out. Uh, Deku. Deku Hayes, who says, John, do you have any tips on how to survive the planning and the wedding of, and planning and wedding day? Also, would any of you recommend any fun ideas or activities for the party? My fiance and I are a couple of geeks and gamers, and we are considering renting some arcades and such for the day. Well, that's a cool idea. That is cool. I immediately thought, I bet this is hard, but I bet you can do it. 
Skee-Ball is awesome. Yeah. I'm sure there's someone that could rent that. <clears throat> yeah, it's just kind of like a really, like it's way bigger than an arcade machine. So it'd be kind of hard, but I bet you can do that, right? And who doesn't like Skee-Ball? Rent out a Chuck E. Cheese and you're good to go. <clears throat> yeah, I, I guess. Then, But then you have to say that you had your wedding thing out of Chuck E. Cheese. That's also true. I guess there's that stigma. Yeah. Um, we didn't really do anything like that. Like we had like a, a casual dinner and just kind of conversed and did stuff like that. Like we were in a park and so we went and did some Pokemon Go as well. So, I mean, nothing too major. Uh, as for like surviving the planning, uh, you don't. <laughs> was Reese, it awful? Reese was, well, Reese did the majority of the work and she was just a bundle of stress the entire time. I tried to help where I could, but, uh. Yeah, no, like that's that's just meant to be stressful, period. And we only planned for like a, a 12 person wedding, 14, including us. If you're higher than that, then good luck. So you guys didn't go through like a wedding planner agency or anything like that? No, no, no. We only the only uh-huh. thing we did was a honeymoon, <clears throat> which, as we know, turned out so well. Oh, yeah, it was, it was great. <laughs> yeah. Um, any other nerdy stuff you would recommend? Hmm. I mean, so uh, here's the thing. There was a post that came up recently where uh, apparently in, I think it was Japan, they just ran a Melty Blood tournament during the during the uh, reception. What is Melty Blood? It's a fighting game. So they ran a fighting okay. game tournament on projectors on the walls after the actual ceremony was done. They went to the reception and they just they started running fighting game tournaments. Okay. So I mean, there's like little small silly things you can do like that. Yeah, I was just thinking you could put you could per, um. If you project up like a kind of like an older game that anyone can kind of play, maybe like uh like Mario Kart. Yeah. That could be pretty fun. Um especially because people are gonna be drinking, then you play Burial Kart, and that's usually a pretty silly time. Um See, now I was gonna suggest something say like, I mean, if you want to just be ch- like silly in general, you could do like a bouncy castle rental or something like that, but then I forgot, yeah, you're adults, so you're gonna be drinking. That is not a good idea. Or that's the best idea. <laughs> as long as you don't have to clean up the vomit after. Well, I don't think these two would have to. Like, that's like the maid of honor or like the best man's job, right? <clears throat> I would assume. I don't know firsthand. Um, I just keep coming back to that that ski ball. DDR would be pretty good. Yeah, Other people would get pretty fun. I, I know. I have a couple of friends who were big in the DDR that did that, uh, and they just like rented a, a cabinet or something like that. Yeah, like they they got a friend brought their cabinet. Oh, okay. All right. You have a friend that owns a DDR cabinet? That must be so heavy. I have a couple, actually. Those must be so heavy. Yes. The answer is yes. Yeah. They wow. have they have wheels built in them, thank God. Okay. But still, like if they have to go down anything remotely slope, it sucks. Uh I think. Oh, we've got one more question left. Yeah, okay. I was seeing if I can think of anything else. Alright, last question. Steven writes. Um, my question is more aimed at John and Paul. All right. Good thing Paul's here. Uh, so I am thinking of moving to Calgary. Oh, sorry. Oh, I'm thinking of moving and Calgary is on the list. Okay. You know, I lived in Calgary for like 22 years. So yeah, yeah but yeah, but now you're American. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> first off, I'm not American. Believe me, I am definitely not American. And two, I'm just saying, I feel like I know Calgary pretty well. Anyway, uh, two questions. How is living out there? And two, is there any great used video game stores? Yes, I have my priorities straight. Uh, 
it's it's all right. I mean, the real issue is the weather. Um, it's a bit of a roulette at times. Like we had two major snowfalls in October, like like blizzard level snowfalls, and now it's like twenty degrees Celsius. So it's basically room temperature outside. Right. Yeah, I know. The joke was always, uh, if you don't like the weather in Calgary, just wait five minutes. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, as for, is there a great used video game store? Yeah, there's Video Game Trader. I feel like most big cities will have used video game stores. Yeah. Um, I think it, I personally find Calgary boring. I could, from a nerdy perspective, I could definitely see that. Because... I remember someone wrote in a while back and they even said, hey, I'm going to Calgary. Do you have some things to do? And I don't remember if you were on this episode. I just remember Paul answering some questions and we both kind of said like all the good stuff is outside of Calgary. Like yeah. go to Banff, go to, you know, Jasper. Or I, think, yeah, I think I was here for that. It was like someone was coming up for like their honeymoon or something or just coming for a visit and they want to know what to check out. Yeah. Because I can't really think of anything like super unique that's really cool in Calgary versus other like major cities. But I mean, maybe it's just because I'm so used to Calgary. So it just kind of seems like second, you know, like my backyard, second nature. Um, I don't know. Cause like, I know if I'm moving back, I'd have to go to Vancouver, or Toronto, mostly because of the field I studied in and, yeah. and, and like my job and stuff. But also I just feel like those are like way more happening cities. That, that's my opinion. That's the impression I get. Because uh, Calgary is like just oil and gas for the most part. Now, there's starting to be a bit more of a nerdy scene showing up. Like there's a bunch of mystery rooms everywhere now. There's VRCades. Right. And you guys, and you definitely have the, um, the uh, Comic and Entertainment Expo, which is huge. Yeah. Like there's, there's a nerdy scene for sure. Um, but at the same time, you also have the Stampede, which is not nerdy, <laughs> which is the opposite of nerdy. Because <laughs> um, Alberta, it, it, for those who don't know, Alberta is the Texas of Canada. Yeah, quite uh, literally. We have the world's largest outdoor rodeo. Yep. Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of curious what uh, made him think about Calgary. Personally, like what's that? that that's I mean, what I'm. You you say like why? But like Calgary is considered one of the top ten best cities in the world. Who said that? Like a number of high profile. Like, did you say that? No, God no. <laughs> I'm just curious, like why people would say that. I mean, I could definitely see top ten best cities in in Canada, but then again, there's not a ton of huge cities in Canada. So I feel like if you're a big enough city, you make the top 10 list. I'm trying to find that list exactly. Um, this is not the one that I keep finding because this is like bringing up Boston and just Seattle. Ah, maybe this list is not real. No, this is and definitely real because every time it's shown up, I've been like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not saying... I don't I don't want to make it seem like I dislike Calgary. It's not like it's a bad city. I just at this point I kind of find it boring. Um but then again, I live in like a much like kind of, you know, techier hip area and oh. I kind of get those vibes from Vancouver and Toronto when I think of Canada cities. Okay. Uh the most okay. From the Economist, one of the most livable cities in the world is the fifth most livable city in the world. 
Okay. So that, that's based on like cost, uh, population and yeah. Um, decision based on 30 factors across five, five broad categories, stability, healthcare, education, infrastructure, culture, and environment. Calgary scored a 96.6 out of a possible 100 overall, getting perfect grades in stability, healthcare, and education. City earned a 96.4 in infrastructure, higher than other two Canadian cities in the top five. Calgary's lowest mark was in culture and environment, where it scored an 89.1. So I believe out of, uh, like, there's three Canadian cities in there, and uh, the other two are obviously Vancouver and Toronto. Right, yeah. See, if I was thinking of, like, just kind of top Canadian cities, it would be Vancouver, Toronto. I'm surprised Calgary is there. I would think like Montreal. I could definitely would be see there there would Montreal first, but I feel like the Quebec's Quebec would be the issue. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm just trying to think of other major cities. I'm surprised Ottawa is not up there. No, everyone I know who lives near Ottawa <laughs> hates it. Oh, okay. All right. And maybe kind of Toronto maybe kind of eats its lunch. Yeah. So I guess Montreal is kind of the more surprise. I'm surprised Montreal's not up there. Um, and then, yeah, I guess Calgary just kind of gets anyone that lives in the middle of Toronto and Vancouver. If you're going to live somewhere, you're not going to live in Saskatchewan or Manitoba. So you're going to live in Calgary. Um, anyway, again, I'm kind of curious and maybe, maybe follow up. What is drawing you to Calgary? Uh, I'd be curious to know about that. Um, and I mean, again, I don't dislike Calgary. John likes Calgary. Paul likes Calgary. Yeah, we live here. Yep. Um, to be fair, you could live anywhere with your job. That is true, as long as I have good internet. Yep. Uh, all right. That does it for questions. Again, if you want to send questions for next week, it's topdownrespective at gmail.com, at TDP podcast on Twitter, the Facebook group, the Discord channel, and John's P.O. Box. What is your game of the week? Lazily Blaze. And mine is Mark of the Ninja Remastered. Uh, all right, next week you won't be here? Nope, next I'm gone for the next two weeks. I am leaving from the 19th <clears throat> to the 31st. So I will be back uh, November 1st or 2nd, whichever day we do the podcast on. Uh, yeah, I don't know, one of those two days. Uh, that'll also be the next TDP Plus episode, by the way. Um, in relation to TDP Plus... The poll is already live for November, so go vote if you haven't yet. Uh, the games you get to choose from are Bad North, Always Awakening, and The Quiet Man. <laughs> <laughs> Which I hear is currently doing numbers right now. Yeah, uh, I don't know why people are voting for that game. <laughs> but those are your three games that you get to pick from, so come... Let us know. Wow. Oh my god. I just, I just double checked. Um, <laughs> and, uh, anyways, yeah. So Paul will be back next week and we'll continue then. Thanks everyone. We'll see you guys later. Bye everybody.